Hey, hey, welcome to Web3 Weekly with your host, Blockstar Technology. Let's go. Good morning, Twitter Nation. We are coming live from the Blockstar's office. Uh, I'm sort of hosting today, even though we all host every day, because um, he's away on a trip over at Perth for Blockstar's. And um, I'm Charlie. Craig. Maureen. So, what are we going to talk about today, guys? I know Maureen's got an interesting topic that she wanted to touch base on. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been asking for some real-life examples of how blockchain could change the world or what, what we have at the moment that we could see improvement on. And I was giving this a lot of thought, and I remember last year I chose a topic um, for my studies to do, and something that I personally is close to me is, I remember when I was young, I used to donate money a lot to charities because I genuinely really, really wanted to help. But as the news, you know, as TV and the internet news came out and you were hearing about a lot more um, scandals and corruption and stuff, I actually took a really big step back. I'm not proud of it, but I took a step back from donating to charities because like, I just could never be sure where the money was going or where it was ending up and you know, how it was being spent. And I know that a lot of people were like having charities and they were just, you know, paying so much money. The money that you donate was going to administration costs, this cost, that cost. And it ended up being like such a small, amount going back to the charity itself and I was thinking to myself when we were looking at all the tenants of blockchain Mm. all the useful things um, how cool would it be if charities moved on to the blockchain because you've got like peer-to-peer not necessarily peer-to-peer like donated to other people but you could at least it just improves transparency you could trace the money like I donate on a blockchain to a charity, and then that money, how it's been spent, it's just transparent. You, you know, know it's actually getting to the charity yeah. itself. You know where it's going, you know what it's being used for. So, so, so can we step back a little bit? Yeah. How young were you when you started donating originally? Um, I, I was probably as young as I can remember, like, okay. you know, and it might, it just like my parents had always my mum especially would be walking down the road if it was like Red Cross or something or yeah. someone okay. asking for money and my mum would be like, oh, go put $5 in it. Or like when, you know, natural disasters happened and you'd see people yeah. and we always used to send money to, you know, you sponsor kids. That's a big thing. It was a big thing in our um, primary school where yeah. we could go sponsor kids and send them money. And I loved the thought of that. My parents would always encourage us, like we'd get it. And every time at Christmas we'd buy presents for each other and we'd all each get a present for a kid and donate it and That's all awesome. of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I remember, and I'm sure it's a knock health and safety thing that they don't do it anymore, but back in the day you would pull up at a set of traffic lights Yeah. and they would come out with the, the tins that they would rattle for yeah. the change in and things like that, but yeah. obviously they don't want people running around on the road anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I remember um, growing up in New Zealand would have the, and I think Australia too, the chocolate you sell yeah. the chocolate yeah. for yeah. money, school, yeah. or a big one was 40 hour famine. Yeah, yeah. I used to do the 40 hour famine. Never used to make it. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like a whole heap of them. The MS readathons, the reward. Yeah, but you don't see them around anymore. Yeah. No. I don't really see 
that happening anymore. And the thing is, it's sad, but like humans, humanity is good. Generally, people are good, but it's after those a couple of things that go wrong. It kind of ruins it for everyone. And I'm not saying people have stopped donating. No, but I also think they don't have the opportunity to donate as much as they used to. Yeah, and I think people are a lot more skeptical because, you know, as it turns out, you when people raised a lot of these questions legally, a lot of these things went to court and it turns out that um, to be considered a charity, like only a very small percentage of everything you raise actually ends up having to go and you've ticked that box. There's no overlook, there's no, yeah. Yeah, so how would you see blockchain being an advantage on the system we're using now? Well, I think that, for one, you'd save a lot of administration costs, you yeah. know, yeah, you did. Um, the you money, did. if you are donated on a blockchain, the money is transparent, like you can see where your money's going and how it's being used. Yeah. I obviously do see a number of little issues, but I think that you could get around it. Um, for example, uh, this is, I'm just actually now remembering everything I put in my assessment. As long as in anything, anything that's digital yeah you can do it but at the end of the day there's always got to be a point of where it has human contact so say i'm like sending money to africa or something i know on the blockchain i'm sending there and it got there but that doesn't guarantee me how it was used so i guess like you could still do things like oracles or like proof of that stuff and you'd have to have a third party like depending on how it was, depending on the type of charity, I guess, or what the money was being used for, but at least you could know that your money was directly going to the end place. So, so you're talking about tracking it to the actual charitable organisation. Yeah. What if that organisation was then also distributing the funds digitally on the blockchain to individual wallets? With the stable and coin, get, for instance. And, and gave yeah. the complete transparency of where yep. it was going to each and every person. Yep. Like that would work mm-hmm. as well. Yep. And but I meant like for things like oh, disaster funds, you know how you send well, money, right. but you don't know, you know. Because so there's all on. these good use yeah. cases it could have and you yeah. could trance, you know, um, like follow yeah. it all the way through. But obviously there's still those ways around that they could do it, but we could address them in different so ways. So if it's used for infrastructure or if they're buying a whole heap of food and air dropping it out of into a disaster yeah. area yeah. or something, obviously at the very end of that, I, I guess... Travel for that. Yeah, like even even then, you would see the exact amount of funds that mm. went towards that food to how much. Well, I guess that depends on the fee of offering. Yeah, I was about and, to and get there. That's, that's what yeah, that's, getting at. Yeah, we're we're a little bit early, but Mastercard, Visa are coming coming yeah. on board in the blockchain space, and once that's done, that can go straight directly to that local yeah. charity as well. I just think it could be huge for things like charities because it, it creates accountability. And I think that's really what this space is all about. Like when you have something that's transparent, it forces people to be more- With transparency comes accountability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what yeah, it is. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right, Craig. Yeah, and that comes into, oh, maybe about five, six months ago now. I remember sure. on Twitter, um, uh, who was it? Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders were talking to Elon Musk and saying, "Yes, you can donate a billion dollars yeah. um, and cure world hunger or something along those lines. And um, he said, fine, I'm willing to do it. 
but I want all my money that I, I give to be transparent and I want to be able to see where every dollar yep. goes and he was happy to do it that way because he knows about the administration fees exactly. and everything like that. Yeah. And then it sort of went a little bit quiet. <laughs> that makes me so angry. Do you know in America it's actually so disgusting how much how many people there are getting so rich from having charities or charitable yeah, things. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case, but I, I, some, I, but not not all. No, I, and I think not we need to address old. the fact that if you're running an organisation that or, or a charity that is doing good for people and there are people that are working there in that charity, sure, they have to get paid, and yes, yeah. there are administrative fees. It's just the CEO. So it, it, I'm not saying that people yeah. shouldn't get paid just working at a charity, but... if The CEO yeah. doesn't need $2 million a year for running the charity. Yeah, exactly. That's no. the point I'm yeah. making. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm seeing, like, I, they did a big report on it, and I remember that was the moment I was like, what, are you serious? And yeah. that's when I went and looked up all the legalities, especially in America, like... You don't even need to be accountable or like answer to anyone about where the money goes as long as you can prove a certain percentage was actually and i was like wow that's the biggest hopes of the century and it's like yeah. i was reading about this one particular family where it's generational like his whole family is employed by the charity okay. and they're all like yeah driving really nice car i was just like wow why didn't i think of that no, i'm just kidding <laughs> Delivering um, food to a soup kitchen yeah. in, like, you know, and a lava, band yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good charities around, and, you know, I'm not yeah. speaking ill of them. And there's actually a really good um, local uh, crypto charity on the Gold Coast, actually, yeah. um, called Little Phil. Yeah. So they're quite interesting where you can donate. They're all, they're all different um, charities, like little many charities on their website yeah. and you yeah. can donate directly your ethereum or bitcoin or well, it's it's the same principle that we're talking about here and, and these whether these are called a charity or a donation or whether it's an investment but there are places out there that do micro loans yeah for like startups and when i say startups i'm talking about somebody in africa that wants to get a dozen chickens so that they can keep them and then sell the eggs to help their family yeah. So those type of microloans for those type of businesses. Or where is it? The and llama? The, la the, the llama that I didn't get to name. Yes, that's yes. It. That, that was the Peru. That <laughs> I, per Peru. I purchased a llama for somebody mm. in Peru. I didn't get to name it. That was my biggest issue. But I've no <laughs> idea if they got the llama. I don't know what happened. But, I didn't even see a picture yeah, of the llama. I, I, <laughs> love I just you, went, bought a llama. Yeah, bought yeah a llama. I, I love that you raised that because I just remember you just triggered my memory. When I was doing research for my assessment, I was looking at like how is blockchain being used in charities, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there's a, a, I can't remember the name of it, but they are, um, people send the money on the blockchain to buy a tree and when it gets when it go, they actually tag the tree and you can do it and they will take a photo and they put it on the thing so you can actually follow it all the way through and they have proof and everyone gets like a photo of like exactly where the money went and which trees it okay. bought and what it did and how it was planted and what what use it's gone to and like it's yeah so there's ways people are getting around it and i think that was the same thing with um in asian countries how they were having like ethical sourcing of um like coffee beans and stuff yeah. like using yeah. that like having donations and tracking it all the way and making sure that these people in the rice paddies are 
getting paid and yeah 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 <laughs> no no it's very interesting even i remember um well even recently this year um ukraine posted a couple of their um, wallet addresses and they managed to raise 14 million dollar dollars yeah. from the crypto um community community yeah and that was in a matter of 24 hours so yeah, but then yeah. again we don't know what that was used for afterwards yeah. because there, there was the i don't know what the llama was used for i'm i'm hoping something good a i'm hoping it wasn't <laughs> eaten and b i hope it's not being used to traffic something across a border for example but <laughs> you know the, the llama is the llama and <laughs> yeah yeah i wish him well <laughs> I do too. Whatever is why don't we why don't we get the llama on the show? Why don't we follow it up? I'd love to see that. Why don't we contact them and be like, look, Craig bought a llama. What was that website, Craig? It doesn't matter which charity it was. I don't know. I don't want to because you know it. It's fine. Like regardless of which charity it was, and even if it was a small percentage, and me understanding that, I'm still grateful that at least some of it would have gotten there to have helped somebody out. Yeah. 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 Do I think there's better ways they could be doing it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, besides the charities having mm. donations on the blockchain. Yeah. Um, you can also fundraise. Is that what you're going to say? Like different ask. ways that charities could use the blockchain. Yep. Yeah. You can like, I think um, digital fundraising is also becoming a really big thing yeah. as well like yeah. it just gives people an opportunity to like i suppose you know um reach potential people that they might not be able to reach normally yeah or like on the ground and like you said it's you know it's just quick and easy the, what do you think the, the, there's a lot of i guess especially nft projects mm. that are coming out at the moment and there has been some previously i say coming out like it's a new thing yeah it's been going on for a little while but yeah. and it's a big thing within the web3 community i think is to make sure that what you're doing is doing good yes and and and, and the same issue with charities, it's, it's not like there isn't any you know rug pulls and things of that nature because we know that that happens yeah but the general consensus on web3 is that what you're doing should be beneficial yeah. to others. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Right? I agree so, with you so, so I absolutely agree that it's a great way to fundraise, be that, like, well, I mean, yeah. besides selling an NFT, what are some of the other ways that they could fundraise using the blockchain? Oh, you could do DAO token sales where people buy the tokens, all those funds get locked up. So I buy fundraiser uh, charity token, with my Ethereum, that Ethereum gets locked up in a smart contract where everyone who has donated money then votes on where that money is going to be donated. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So rather than it being a specific, I, I, I guess, charity that's receiving this, you're talking about a charitable organization that gets funds or raises funds and can then allow the people within that community to vote on where they want those funds to go. Yeah, and I guess that would bring in a flexible charity. It would yeah. be flexible because this month it could mm. be Rosie's. Next month That's yeah. Right, yeah. it could be... Yeah. It could be helping kids with school books or, or buying some books. chickens. Or is that like to vote for yeah. the people to vote? Yeah, so on to initiatives? set up a DAO and yeah. determine yeah. where So it would become goes. a flexible charity where yeah. each month the community votes with those tokens and then that allocation gets 
I think it's digital fundraising is definitely like a really important tool for charities if they utilize it right. It is. Like it's a good, it's definitely a good opportunity because you get to connect with potential donors that you, you know, are all over the world. It's like, it's like cryptocurrency and blockchain has removed borders. And like you (laughs) said, with the fourth industrial revolution, it's actually all about working together. What's good for humanity, like uh, people coming together and doing the right thing. It's like, there's been a huge shift in social standards. cooperation yeah and also just with our chat now i I had a thought yeah is where there's a platform where someone in africa or um any other third world sort of country yeah not all of africa is third world by the way no no it's not i'm actually from africa el salvador you know multiple countries even where they don't have bank mm. accounts if we're talking about i'd just like to, to give a quick how's it shout out to anyone from south africa <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you could have a platform and think of it like a gofundme mm. where you mm. go through these people don't have bank accounts yeah. they don't have access to yeah. modern day banking like us but they'd be able to set up a metamask wallet yeah. or create a wallet within the platform have a short youtube video short video that they can upload show that that's them tell them about their business idea in yeah. their country whether yeah. it be chickens that's right that's or, essentially or the, housing the accommodation yeah. yeah and then raise that funds and then go along in the journey yeah. so the funds don't cut off but the more further they go with what they've promised yeah people are more willing to add to go the next fun, round of funds yeah. to For add example, more yeah. funds and give them yeah. more it makes it going. so much easier to like to track <coughs> and record yeah. their progress yeah. you know and that's pure peer-to-peer yeah. charity yeah that's so. exactly right you know that that money is getting mm. all the way there because it's the individual which is the charity in this case that's doing the off-ramp yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah and they and they can have like a storyline where as they're progressing like the trees yeah with their yeah. business yeah that gets shown and then it brings more credibility to that yeah. person where mm. people are more willing to um to send them funds and donate it's also something that you could touch on when you were doing that as well especially if you had a heap of people in the same area or a heap of charities in the same area yeah we're almost like a, a peer-to-peer rating system so like an endorsement type system yeah i, I so, think um I, i'm trying to remember the initiative that they used it's like almost a review yeah. thing yeah and where you know the the whole um platform is built on the honesty and like review of the other people like did they do what they're going to say yeah. like they get stars and they get more high rated and even with charities like you can um what's it called philanthropic what's it called like philanthropist. Like philanthropist. <laughs> yes, yeah. how do you say that? <laughs> say it again. You, you said it very well. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, thank it? you then. What is it, Maureen? Philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nailed it. Okay, I'll work on that for the next show. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, well, it, it's a reward system that goes yeah. both ways. Like this donor can be, you know, a high level donor in the community. You know, you, you get the benefit of um helping people and like being seen as like helping people which sometimes people do do it like that but you still get like a level of where maybe you help that much that you get more of a a vote on 
where the money goes because you're such you're so active in the community and stuff. Or, or your rating. Yeah, it's rating, rating a rating system. To, yeah. yeah. To get that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Fred over there says yes. Bob did buy half a dozen chickens. I've bought eggs from him. You know what I mean? And it's sort of that yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. then you at least, uh, I guess, besides the transparency and knowing that that money's getting to where it needs to go, yeah. You then have proof that the actions that were promised were carried out. Yeah. By yeah. combining those two things. That's right. Yeah, that's really cool. And I mean, like, I guess there's also on that note the potential like you're saying that you've got proof of including like just automating and streamlining those whole processes and that would come down to smart contracts mm. you know like where yep. you, you you're good at this aren't you well yeah <laughs> okay so i mean well we deal with a lot of artists and things like that as well in, yeah in what we do um and part of what the the benefit to artists is is that for any artwork that's NFT'd and sold on blockchain, you can set a royalty mm. address so that for any future sales, yeah. some of that money's going back to the artists because they're the creator of that particular piece of content. Yeah. And I guess in the same note, you could use the smart contract. So it, it doesn't matter, you could be selling sunglasses, mm. you know what I mean? Um, buy a crypto or selling an NFT, whatever it is that you're doing, in your smart contract, you can actually set it up so that a percentage of each transaction yeah. is going to the wallet address of a yeah, I guess. or even into a DAO, yeah. as you mentioned before, and that then gets distributed into that. Yeah. So that nobody has to think about it. There's no human interaction. You don't have to trust anyone. Or you could um, also do that thing. For example, you know how they have like GoFundMe and all mm. those pages and they have like a target to sets you could even do that with a smart contract so once it's set it automatically sends that money to the person yeah. that it's intended to yeah. Yeah. so just to streamline the process yeah. cut down administration costs make it simple make it easy if it doesn't get set like hit it goes back to the donors that's sometimes how they raise money if it gets hit, um, hit automatically triggers goes to exactly who it's meant to no that's that's yeah. a good idea yeah. yeah very very good idea yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think when we touched on it before, mm. some of the issues that we have is like, we were talking about people don't have the opportunity to donate as much as they used to. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that, especially when we're like, obviously blockchain can solve a lot of those problems, mm -hmm. but because we're talking blockchain and cryptocurrencies, how do you make it easier for people to, I, I guess, do that? Yeah, which yeah, that's where switching which, the web two people into yeah. integrating into web three and making it frictionless, seamless, exactly right. and not a big barrier to entry. That's for them. exactly it. So, what I wanted to talk about today was that whole sort of web two to web three transition and yep. what should be done. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should probably start by explaining the difference between web one, web two, and web three, and I promise not to, to bore you all too much. Um, <laughs> you never bore but, us, Craig. But too much. <laughs> too, too much. <laughs> web one was essentially, well, the people that had not necessarily access to the internet, but access to putting content on the internet were generally those that had the knowledge, the money, yeah. and 
the availability to do it because not everywhere in the world could at that yeah. time. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, any content that you saw, although the internet is distributed, it's certainly not decentralized. Okay. So, imagine reading a newspaper because that's essentially what the internet was back in Web 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, the newspaper the, the newspaper where yeah. here's the information and everybody had access to pick it up and read it. Yeah. That, that's essentially Web 1. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it come from one central point. Well, yeah, many central points, but that particular newspaper, for example, yeah, one central point, or I'm on, you know, Acme's website and it's the information's coming from Acme, for yeah. example. So we had a big shift in that. That was back in the uh, mid to late 90s, I guess. You know, well, in the 90s, I'll say it started sort of a little earlier than that, but didn't have a whole heap of uptake. Yeah. We then had a big shift from Web 1 to Web 2. And Web 2, I wasn't personally particularly that interested in participating in because that was the rise of social media, <coughs> right? Um, I kind of get it a little bit more nowadays. I wouldn't have been able to tell. Chris. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess it was the use cases. Yeah. That you know, that's it's great, Bob, that you just had that lovely thing of fish for lunch. But I don't really care what you had. For oh, I'm one I of them. I don't need to see the I'm pictures. I'm one of them. Yes. I love taking photos of my food. Well, I'm Guilty. Only I'm only interested in the picture <laughs> of the food if he's willing to share it. Okay. Not well, have you asked him? The, the actual food is what I mean. Well, it depends. It could be in a completely different country. But um, I guess the big shift with that is that the content was coming from, and I hate this term, I'm trying to remember which there's, um, there was a movie or a docuseries or something of that nature that actually clearly defined this. And it was, there are only two industries on this planet that refer to their customers as users. And that's oh. IT and drug dealers. Yeah. So I actually hate the term users myself, mm. but I don't have a better one for, you know, this, I guess, analogy or, or explanation. Oh. So I'm still going to call them users, but it's just, if, if you see me cringing. Oh, now I'm thinking of that's them differently. Why, because, because it triggers me a little. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's oh, funny okay. because, like, on that note, and we do digress a little bit because that's what happens when we talk on this show. Um, it's funny that you say that because they have compared social media and Web3 and all these platforms as addictions yeah. so it's it's actually really so funny they've, that they've done some psychology uses, yeah dopamine yeah. release yeah. addiction see there's a big market in it where people are like get the likes or get the views yeah or, yeah and there's psychologists in the background working out the best way to keep, keep them keep them keep coming them back keep them engaging the, the little notification red number circles on your phone that yeah. whole thing has been like tested to me. yeah oh my god there's something there i need to check it and do something i need yeah. to action this unless, it's, Star unless it's charlie's inbox which is showing 4200 something emails that are unread so what i was saying <laughs> is, is, the same time. <laughs> yeah, with, with web 2 um the content came from the users so a it was different opinions mm. greater you know source um and, and a little bit lazy in my opinion initially because yeah. it was like okay we've started this thing and we don't even have to worry about the content because everyone else is going to do it for us now i get that it's got good points and bad points yeah. but I, I guess the worst point about it or the worst thing about it was that sure that was bob's picture of his lovely fish lunch mm -hmm. and he uploaded it to a social media platform at which point that became that image and that content 
becomes property of the social media platform. Yep. So mm. while the content is coming from a vast array of people, it's still centralized and all of the control over the content that is, is so true. It, it is by the companies that yeah. run the platforms. People yeah. have lost okay. complete control of their content, yeah. their privacy, their data, where it ends up. Yeah. Like that's why Facebook keeps repeatedly getting taken to court. Yeah. Because even in your private messages, and did you know this? It's actually not on the public platform. Even when you message privately, they're reading your they're private message. Yeah. 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 Well, they're in the system somewhere. And they're recording your conversations. That's why you give them permission I think they, to record. I think they become that big that quick Yeah, that it sort of got disjointed. Like people think, oh, it's freedom of speech. Facebook, what are you mm. doing banning us? No, that's a business and terms and conditions. They can that nobody reads. But no. <laughs> did you still have your firstborn? I just needed to check because yeah, Charlie's yeah. Charlie's, <laughs> Charlie's notorious for just flicking to the bottom and going, I agree. Charlie's like, whatever <laughs> you want, whatever you need. Yeah. Take it. Take it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that's funny that you say that because um, they, again, you're just hitting on all these recent court cases. Facebook got, you know, how they had that whole fact checker and people were like, everything that you read on the internet's the truth. <laughs> yeah, it must be. Um, and how like they went through that whole thing where they was taking things down that were getting uploaded and being saying it was found to be false by facts fact checker or our fact checkers have said this is not true they got taken to court and their fact checkers are just normal people that are like nah I don't think that's true and they weren't like based on anything so a lot of people were like putting things up or like especially at the period that we don't like to talk about the corona times like so many people were having legitimate information that they were sharing taken down or or deemed as being false because they didn't want to they controlled the agenda essentially mm. like yes. if it wasn't something they wanted to talk about whether it was true or not and that is the danger of corporations yeah, but there is a fine line there as me and craig have discussed quite a few times mm. but um one that stands out to me is like the um, Hunter Biden laptop case that got released and it all got oh. taken down before the election and then it ended up being true and like yeah. Washington Post actually got banned off um, yeah. Twitter like an actual yeah. news outlet and it's like hang on you're banning That's, an actual news outlet. Yeah, censorship at its finest, yeah. they're but controlling then at it. at the same time Craig as we've discussed and I agree with you there People will believe there are people out there on the internet that will believe stuff. Yeah, I, I, there's, a, there's a fine line, but we can't control line. people. If people are silly enough to believe everything they read no, without doing their it, own thing, it, we can't baby people because, at the end of the day, especially if it's an opinion thing or you're going to lead someone to think what you want the outcome to be, that's censorship. Okay. You cannot yep. like oppress an opinion just because it's going against a direction that you want it to be in. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. But the other side of that and where this comes in, it's not necessarily the people that are silly enough to believe anything. What sits in between those two extremes is the algorithms. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's talk and, about the algorithms. So, so I'm, I'm not to digress from this too far, but, <laughs> yeah, but, but this is where it's sort of gotten to where <laughs> obviously just about every platform has their own algorithm. So if, you know, if I go and look at, 
fixing a car video or something, then I well, start getting fed more uh, car videos. Well, our TikToks are pretty similar. They, 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 they are. They're like, very similar. I only spend five minutes at a time on TikTok, and <laughs> for some reason when I look up, it's dark outside. But um, <laughs> the, the, the problem there is that you start getting fed that same information, and then that's yeah. all that you, you see. So yeah. you yes. only end up, end up yeah. seeing one side of that argument. Yeah, depending the bias. On which, so, so it's really important to choose which doors you're going down and which rabbit hole you Yeah, because it just re reaffirms. Because it doesn't, yeah, yeah it's just constant yeah, reinforcement exactly right. of that idea through yeah. the algorithms. Yeah. So, What about the Cambridge Analytica scandal? We have gone uh, way uh, off topic. <laughs> well, to we have gone besides, besides, algorithms. That's, yeah. They, three. We're three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, it's okay. We get, we'll, we get back to we'll it. Get if, it. If you want to talk about that, that's fine. Oh, no, I'm just like, I agree. Like, they got taken again to court because they rigged so many political elections and the outcome of it because they showed people only one side of well, everything. Yeah, and they essentially brainwashed them, made them believe something. This is the danger of technology, and we should talk about it because mm -hmm. people deserve to know that, you know, you must begin to be consciously aware. The answer is education. People yeah. need to know that if you do something, if you put something on the internet, that's it. Once it gets up there, you lose control. All right, now, blockchain has been developed by so many people that are adamant and passionate about wanting to take control of their data. They want to take control of their privacy. People out there in the Web3 space are working on blockchain because essentially they see the danger in corporations owning your data because you don't know what they're doing with it. You don't know where it ends up. You know, it's scary. And the more you know, the more you'll be able to act accordingly, right? And that's one of the beauties of blockchain. Yes. Yeah all the decentralized applications out there it's connect your metamask wallet log in you've got your account you know what i mean there's no email there's no phone numbers yeah, that, that can be a trade-off as well and i'll get it to can that be, in a minute yeah yeah okay, it can be because, optional mm, it can yeah. become optional if you want notifications on your OpenSea account be nft just sold but and it comes in where you can just spin up a wallet as many you can spin up emails too. And emails, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's all sorts of places that you can do that. Um, so I had a point and it's completely gone. What was it? Um, the Web3 protection data? Well, data's the new oil, isn't it? That's right. Well, yeah, data that's, is that's the most valuable commodity. It's, it's, They're it's, selling all of your data. Yeah. yeah. All of your data. What do they say? If you're using a product, a platform or a product and it mm. costs you nothing, then you are the product. Then you are the, are product. the product. That's right. So it's you and your data. And, and that's the point, I guess, is with yeah. Web2. It was your content. Just because you wanted to share it, it then became somebody else's content. Yeah. And they had control. Yeah. And that's not really fair. Um, there was That was brings me back to the whole, I, I think, it might have been Facebook that banned particular news outlets. Yes, yeah. Washington Post. Because, no, 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 also, I think it was out here, like it might have been um, Channel 9. They took them all down. Oh, with yep. Australia. Because it was, it, it, it was the news outlet's content that was on their site and they weren't getting paid. It's, don't think of that as just like, you know, oh, it's one corporation against another corporation or anything of that nature. It's, it's the same if you're a user. Mm. If it's your information, your content and your data, then you deserve to why, control why are that. they monetizing it and making money and you get nothing except your data sold so that they can make more money? Yeah. And yeah. the worst thing <laughs> is 
the data you see and share is one thing, but the data that you don't even know you're the sharing. Data, the fact that look yeah. at all the stuff, like everything, that there's all these loopholes and it's dangerous and it's scary. Like when you sign up with something and it gives you an option, do you want to sign up with your Facebook account or your Google account? Mm -hmm. or even, And it makes it easy. But in exchange <coughs> of convenience, you're actually giving up everything. They time your with the times of the day that you're more likely to use this, how you're feeling, your emotions. Like it used to be that the Privacy Act um, protected only certain personal information, yeah. but now the uh, the inquiries into the Digital um, Platforms Act has shown that personal information is like immediate, but these companies are getting so many data points on you that aggregated data, That's the all these exactly yeah. Craig. Aggregated data is yep. now just as dangerous. Yeah, they look at your all your likes. They can basically they've got a profile on each of you. I hope this isn't scaring anyone. I, I got anxiety after it. Um, they have a profile on each of you where they have collected so much data on you yeah. that even without your name, your number, and everything, those data sets yeah. are enough to identify you. You may have given them five they, small pieces. Yeah, of they can first tell, name, surname, yeah, email, yeah. something else. That's but right. They might have 400 they, things on you based on your mm, behaviors they and can what tell you've looked at, your, how long you've looked, yeah. your sexual orientation, yeah. your political views, your religious views, your yeah. family, um, blah, 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 like everything. There's a thing that I'll send it to you, I'll send, but um, that you can see just yeah. how many things that they can determine on you. Even comes down to like with like Instagram and all that stuff, comes down to the algorithms of the kind of things that you like. The yep. kind of things that you find funny, the people that you associate with, what sort of, do you know what I mean? Like, it's actually crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. like the social credit system in China. The data you give them is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. The data yeah. that they take data. without you knowing. <laughs> yeah. And coming back to Facebook versus news outlets, mm. agree with you there, but also the news outlets I see take stuff from users as well like if you were to post something on twitter a oh, video of an event absolutely. video of facebook so the user gets done by the news agency the news agency yeah it's a doggy dog world isn't it yeah. by the platform yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's the problem i guess with web 2. yeah right yeah. yeah so web 3 hopes to solve those issues by giving that i, I guess the onus is back on the user. Yeah. It's your data. You get to control what gets shared with who. You own it. It's your content. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, that is again a double-edged sword. Okay. <laughs> For anything Web three, you're going to need a wallet. So yeah. I'm not going to go too far down this, but obviously there's custodial wallets and non-custodial wallets. Yeah. yeah. So. Do you want to again? Do you want to just give us a quick idea of what the difference okay. is? Custodial just for wallet, people that don't know. With a custodial wallet, you have the, the, the private keys essentially, yeah, right? Yeah. So that you control it, it's your wallet, okay? With a non-custodial wallet, such as the ones used at some of the larger exchanges and things of that nature, and they do that for easier onboarding and yeah. I understand the reasons, and they do sometimes have their place, but you don't actually have control over your wallet. And as Charlie says, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. That's correct. That's mm, how it works. Good point, Charlie. And it, it, it's the same thing, I guess, one of the other, and, and we'll get to the other saying of yours in a second. So 
obviously you're better off having a non-custodial wallet because it's completely within your control. But when you do that, it then means that the, you know, knowing the technology, the yeah. security, everything's back on you, right? Um, people so, don't actually want so, that, you know. A lot of people think yeah. they want that, but they don't want and full control of their stuff. How many times do you forget a password you, you, and, like, forget password, send it to me? Yeah. you. It's a lot of responsibility. And there's none of that with Web3 wallets. I mean, yeah. in, in the immortal words of Uncle Ben, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. responsibility. Or yeah. as Charlie puts it, it's difficult being your own bank, <laughs> yeah. okay? Because because that's what happens. Yeah. So until you're on some exchange that yeah, it goes into liquidation, and, and you realise the reason of that. But then there's still the trade-off, isn't there, Craig? With yeah, there's always a trade-off. You know, be, between ease of use and you know security, Convenience. for example. Con yeah. yeah, that's right. And especially someone coming new to the market that's been yeah. sent some referral link yeah. to some small exchange, and and, and I guess put a lot of a lot of trust in those exchanges. What I'm getting at is, there's a couple of things out there that are making this a little bit easier. Yep. Right. Um, so obviously things like your Web three auth. Yeah. So yeah. I know we touched on that before. Where yes, you still need a password. Um, or you can use a social media, for example, to create the wallet, but it's generally a password that you use. Right? Uh, so Web3 off relies on um, oh, sorry, email, email sorry, and then password. it sends, when you log in, it sends you your six-digit yeah. code mm. to then go log in. So then go and do it. Now, although you're not initially supplied the private keys, that's still a non-custodial wallet. Yeah, because you can extract your private keys. As you wish, yeah. So you don't have to worry about writing down on a bit of paper and yeah. spreading and them in the at your mum's house like, you know, Vitalik has and putting this one in a safety deposit box. <laughs> that is really in, stressful. In the bank. Hang on a minute. I just found another use for banks with Web3 is you still need the safety deposit box to store your private key. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, you, your keywords but it's scary it is scary yes, because yes. especially if you're a heavy investor like how many stories do we hear of people that have had hardware wallets or have had this and they've lost it or the thing has been damaged and there's no backup and that's like right. that's a nightmare or you you don't know what to do you have it in cold storage and your house burns down yeah. these things happen and that's just as like, tragic as like you know your, your average mum and pop whatever that have decided to to get into this yeah. And although it might be a much lesser amount, it's still their entire life savings bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least a substantial money. chunk of money yeah. that they're going to lose from it. So um, I get my point that I'm trying to get to is that we need to make these things easier. So you've mm. got your Web3 auth, obviously, which yeah. means that you don't have to go and download additional software, set up a wallet, store you know, your seed phrase and that type of stuff, worry about private keys. It's just done, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, even if you were to go through those steps or get a wallet a yeah. particular way, you still need, in general, to have then on-ramped from fiat to cryptocurrency yeah. to be able to purchase anything on the blockchain. So even if, let's just use your, your charities, yeah. for example, I would like to buy a llama and I'd like to be on a blockchain so it's all transparent and I know where the llama yeah. is and what they yeah. give him and that he's safe. Um, I'm assuming it's a he, I don't know, maybe it's a they, she, I don't I, I, I don't know what the llama's pronouns are, but I'm going to go with he for now. Llama. Um, yeah, just llama. Llama. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, I'd need to go from fiat, on-ramp, get crypto, because to even transfer 
any of these funds on a blockchain, it's going to cost crypto gas, and then that's a whole other thing mm. to teach people. And it's really difficult to try and get these people that are used to this Web2 world into Web3 because of this barrier to entry. Yeah. So, so that's like, I mean, some <clears throat> stuff that we're using at the moment is just straight fiat, so credit card, pay, does all the conversions automatically. Yeah. You end up with what it is, whether it's the crypto or the NFT I that you're purchasing. Think, yeah. I think as time goes by, though, we are we are now entering into what almost is it ten years? Like it's a it's been a while, twelve years now. So that's technically yeah. ten years is a full you know full scale market cycle. Yeah. You know the four four four. This is enough historically to measure on. The thing is, I think over time cool. the technology is <laughs> Charlie, um, is catching up. So. Those barriers are coming down because you've got MasterCard. You've got all, as they, as it becomes correct, more yeah. widely adopted, these barriers are coming down. Yeah, and I think that's not going to be the biggest issue. I really think, like we just touched on, I think the whole um, coming on with fiat, it, it matter, it's becoming, it's going to become so seamless that the whole idea is people don't even know what the underlying technology is to yeah. be able to use it. Yeah. All right, but yeah. I think the biggest issue that they now have to sort out is like we said that security and sovereignty over their money and over their accounts and over the exchanges and who's responsible and where the private keys kept and because the more money goes into it the more risk there is i have and this is a scary thought and i just came up with it i have a feeling that we are going to start going down the road of biometrics mm. because there's almost no better way to secure or confirm your identity you can have like passwords and seed phrases and things everywhere but it's still a risk if you have it on the internet you can get hacked if you have it in the house it can get stolen. this really the only way that you can almost guarantee is going to be biometrics and yeah. that brings us into a very dangerous zone when yeah, it comes well, there's also um they're splitting private keys up so they sort of shard the private yep. keys around and then when you sign that transaction it joins them together but to be able to hack them you need to you need to hack google cloud azura mm. and your own system that you're using as well yeah. so people yeah. are working on yeah, it yeah it's definitely something like the the issues are known this technology is new but that's why that's why it's so important to yeah. be in this space <clears throat> now because even though it's a little bumpy right now the moment that these things get sorted out, oh, bam, full steam like well. we all know what the problems are. We all know the things that need to be overcome. And collectively, the world, mm. everyone in Web3 has been working towards these outcomes. Yep. We've got bigger companies globally coming on board, you know, addressing these issues, making payments easier. We know that safety is an issue. We know that onboarding, ramping, bridging, all of these things. The more people know, yeah. we've got some of the smartest people in the world in this space yeah. and everyone is working towards these these yeah. solutions. And saying that, Craig, I've um, Anton Apinopoulos. Yes. Do you know him? I do know um, him. I've watched a video of him years ago. Yeah. Same thing, early internet. Like I don't know, you were sending early emails. Mm. Um, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but you had to fire up one piece and command line another. And then you had to have that address and send it over and it'd take time to go over and come yeah. back. I forget the software. I'll find the video and I'll share it with you. Yeah. But 
email was so laggy when it first came out. Yeah. It's the testimony by just simply terminating into the mail server on port 25 and typing each command that it needed, like, you know, yeah. the receipt to, the sent, like who it was from, here's the data, end it with a line, like a full stop on an empty line to get to the actual message to send to make sure that it went out and read the response. There's all sorts of ways. Yeah, where now, now we send an email and it's... Yeah, yeah. Email, off your phone. Subject, type, send. And that's the thing. It's frictionless. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's what this is about to be. And, and that's my point. So the, these, I, I guess, advances that are being made in, in each part of this, whether it's, you know, not having to have the crypto to buy something in crypto or even yeah. send money via crypto, like with the fiat on ramp. Yeah. Or if it's like, the Web3 auth, so that you don't have to download, install a wallet and do all that sort of stuff. All of this stuff combined is very shortly going to get to the point where people don't know that it's Web3. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's exactly. what it needs to do. And even at this stage now, well, even in the last, oh, it must be the last two years or so, maybe mm -hmm. one year, um, MetaMask integrating, integrating their fiat gateways, they're now yeah. up to Apple Pay. Yeah, you can Apple Pay crypto into your MetaMask wallet and yeah. send it and straight it out. Yeah, which that was a big change when they yeah. started doing like Wire Pay, yeah. Moon Pay. Oh, so I don't have to buy Apple Pay. Like, so I don't have to send crypto to it anymore. Thanks for telling me that. No, you can. Yeah, just... no. You used to always have to go to an I exchange. I can't believe no one has told on, me that until buy now. Buy on an exchange and then transfer, transfer it, it over to your MetaMask. Yeah. Pay another gas fee from yeah. there yeah. to the plus yeah. exchange fee. Then go send your um, crypto to yeah. wherever ICO back yeah. then. I was buying, yeah. getting early on the ICOs where I think that's where NFTs bought the market a lot more forward because a lot of um, Web2 people have transitioned yeah. into crypto. Yeah, that's right. To get the art or the utility behind NFTs, it's yeah. not really just. Uh, stock trading token sort of environment that's it's right yeah. a totally different aspect yeah. on that but yeah this is why just sort of to loop back around it's why i think it's important for the charities to get onto yeah i definitely <laughs> think so they expand their their reach they expand who they can help they ex they get more people on board because you're you're essentially bringing confidence to the space you're immediately a lot global more, yeah you know, yep it's and exactly then, right. And then on top of that too, with having the Fiat on ramps and MetaMask, with um, DeFi indexes popping up, now you've got aggregated swaps within MetaMask as well. Yeah. Where it'll scan through multiple DEXs and then pick, give you the best price to swap yeah. your Ethereum for yeah. USDT, for instance, or yeah. WEF where you would have sent that there, then you have to send it back to an exchange, trade it over on an exchange, yeah. then send it back and then be like, oh, I'm a dollar short on gas fees in the yeah. actual Ethereum or Binance yeah. or whatever. Lower uh, the priority send, or whatever. Send like, a bit more yeah. Ethereum from your exchange. And lose so, more in gas fees. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was a nightmare. But yeah, every four years, every Bitcoin halving, this technology just grows. It's, yeah. it's amazing to see. It's getting a lot easier. The more people that are adopting it, the more like, and it takes a while. The problem is it takes more people to be invested for the problems to show because when it's small, you, things are easy. But yeah. once you start scaling and more people are on board and yeah. more people are using it and more people have problems or the, the things start to poke out, 
the more money that's invested, the more point there is to fix it. But it also has to be easier to yeah, to, yeah, exactly. And that's where blockchain's been a bit of a flip. I can't remember where I heard it, but blockchain technology start starts from retail and is coming into institutional, mm. where most technology will the other way around. will yeah. raise institutional and then come to retail. So this is being a flip and that's sort of the whole market and the memes and yeah it's, it's a great it's really the first time ever that i know of that it started in retail and moving to institutions is it not a step down from that though because from retail you've then got the consumer which is the user in this case and it's giving them control and power back as well mm -hmm. yeah so it's actually starting grassroots in retail then back up and through so. yeah well i class us as yeah. retail you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so, mm. as users yeah. buyers early adopters you know i think we covered well besides web you were mentioning dexes exchanges all sorts of stuff lots of terminology non-custodial custodial wallets things of that nature there is a lot of terminology in the blockchain space and it can be quite hard to understand <laughs> as you're scrolling down twitter for someone that's just getting into the market like um even coming into what we we're talking about earlier with having wallets and trying to transition and make it frictionless like i've spent time with friends of mine that have got it in and they're just constantly asking like what about this what about that this how do i do this is that jarvis and, your friend <laughs> no, not no? jarvis okay, but i've got to like talk them through and once they do it a couple of times but they've had me to sort of educate them on it it's mm -hmm. like oh i get it now and they're yeah. off they're off doing it but it's still not at that frictionless point no. at the moment mm -hmm. and same with the terminology too i have it's like, has its own language yeah so what i've got today guys is i've got a test for craig and maureen oh. on terminologies so this, oh no. this should be fun oh god i'm gonna start off easy for you all right guys keep the hard ones to craig please but not what no no it's between both um, most of these are these like regular or is it weird things that are used on social media and stuff like that in the crypto space uh because terminologies in crypto which is mostly used on like twitter social yeah. media so as, as we explained before uh, i didn't participate in a lot of that so this will be me too so give us this like is gonna be if fun. we this pull faces game. just jump in and be like all right so the correct answer is <laughs> this is a dangerous game for me to play because I've right. known my filter's not All right, right, guys. Do you have a beep, Nathan, that you can beep. use at any point? No, you can, no, can shake in his head, guys. All right, right, let's go. All right. GM. Good morning. Very good. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. And quick. This too. feeling, quick. this oh, feeling. It's on. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mark this one. Go. Let's see. All right. Twist. It's child proof, Charles. There you go. All right, you lose a point oh, for that, you, Charlie. Right. Minus one for Charlie. <laughs> So one for Maureen, GM. Good night. Oh. <laughs> You're brushing your nose, I couldn't hear from the side. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. GMI. Good morning, India. <laughs> nope. Is it at least a good morning? <laughs> good morning. Does the festival stand for good morning? Nope. They don't. Oh, GMI. Mmm. <laughs> Why don't you get half a point now, Craig? <laughs> For GMI. GMI. I have no idea. Gonna make it. Oh! oh that's just oh. cheating because that's just part of Wagby. Oh! oh. 
Oh, we're all gonna make it. Wave me. <laughs> we're all gonna make it. Maureen. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm... Maureen, because that was that was I next. am okay. abnormally competitive. <laughs> NGMI. Not gonna make it. Not yep. gonna make it. <clears throat> this right. is not what I thought he had in mind. What he was gonna do terminology. <laughs> NFT is McDonald's. a McDonald's. Oh. Oh, when you you buy something and then it goes up and then it comes down and you have to start working at Macca's. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's the inside joke. I think even um, McDonald's Twitter account has made some jokes about that. We're hiring every time the market crashes. In the bear market, McDonald's <laughs> Twitter account and social sort of, we're hiring crypto bros. <laughs> BFP. PF. Yep. Oh. I can't hear, so that's Which wild. is a weird thing because there's three letters, but it's actually only two words. Yes, yes. Why do they do that? I don't know. You know us crypto guys, we make... We Things like complicated. It yeah. As it gets better, they'll drop that last P out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FOMO. Oh, it's fair missing out. I do. <laughs> that's one for me. Just go ahead and click that. All right. <laughs> Order, Maureen. Cope. Oh, I heard that wrong. Cope. Is that like come over police <laughs> environment? Emergency. Emergency. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to know this it, one. Here. It's the opposite to FOMO. So it's oh. when you didn't buy that Care for the ape at 0.5 ETH and you now said 110 ETH. Coping. Oh, it's just oh. literally coping. Oh, that's what cope. I was going to say. Okay. Is it like, do you want to know what cope means? So it, wasn't, I can tell it wasn't an acronym, it was just the word. Cope. Okay. Yeah, this is... it, no, it's just cope. Okay. Okay. IRL. In real life. Damn it. Great. What if I say it really fast? <laughs> it's actually funny, like so many people are like, I'll see you, IRL, it's yeah. like, I'll see you in person. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's switching to IRL. Yeah. <laughs> Probably nothing. Well, it's probably nothing. You're not going to get any money. <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> it's not a rug pull. I don't know. <laughs> means probably, probably nothing to worry about. It means it's probably something. Probably nothing, you know. Right, okay. Oh. Let's right. see. Oh. Apes have got... <laughs> Where did apes, you get this list from? Sorry. Apes are... Uh, Going from 100,000 <laughs> down. Oh. Logan Ball's down to 10 bucks or whatever. It's probably nothing. Probably nothing. Yeah. yeah. Up only. Um, it's coming down. <laughs> to the moon. It's a good buy. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's my understanding is it was a, it's a methodology that they only report on the the good things, I guess. It's the start of a bull market yeah. when things are just going up for oh, a few months and you've okay. got another year. And um, there's actually a good good uh, YouTube channel, Twitch channel called Up Only from Crypto Cobain. Okay, Very yeah. informative. He has quite a few people on there interviewing. Mm. Mint. To mint something. <laughs> sort of. You're almost there. Well... You sure it's like that? That was an old thing from might have been back in the 80s. It was like sweet bro, you would understand that, or oh, it's mint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but it's just to mint an NFT, NFT like, yeah. Well, that's, well, that's what I said. Whether it be the artist themselves or yeah. the customer minting the NFT purchase, yeah. from, 
on release. I took that, that as what you meant. That's what so I did mean. To mint something, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, right, Craig. save. Hook and save. NFTs is what we're referring to there. <laughs> Did you or say right, right hook and save? Right click and save. Uh, right click and save. I don't know. Is this distorting my hearing? It's getting in the middle of the. It's a microphone. <laughs> it's my headphones. It's, it's so what was your answer, Greg? It's referred to NFTs and how is it to have a copy? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. for the people that think they can right click and save the eight. Yeah. They still can't sell it for the hundred exactly of right. yeah. yeah. Do I not get my point? Don't forget. Oh, so We're taking on. this seriously. It's, 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 it's <laughs> a bit of competition here, isn't it? <laughs> this is the way. Follow me. This is the way. This is the way up. This is the way to do it. I thought you would know this is one. From the Mandalorian? Yes. Oh. Is it referencing anything in particular? Crypto wise, a way to just... commend socially positive behavior. Okay, all right. Oh, floor price. It's the bottom price oh. the, of an NFT. NFT on sale collection. Collection. We'll give it that one. Yeah. Thanks. Give it that one. You're being very particular here. Yeah, this is not <laughs> how I saw this game. <laughs> <laughs> OG. Oh my god. No. The original gangster. Original group, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, OG. <laughs> so they've been in crypto for yeah. a year. That's right. Well, it does mean original gangster, <laughs> well, though. It's, it's yeah. OG in any yeah. pretty much. Yeah, OG. Maureen's taking the lead. Yeah. Thanks. Alpha. Alpha male. The top dog. The top, the best of the best. Alpha. A. A and um, f f the, the phonetic answer. alphabet. <laughs> Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Okay then. I'll, Alpha. Just, choo, choo, choo. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll just sit here while she shouts out. <laughs> Alfred is someone who's eighth into something yeah. and done very well, That's and they right, yeah. Alfred or they Alfred that. Yeah, exactly. Call. Right. Okay. So we'll give you that one more. Thank you. <laughs> we need yeah, I know yeah. that'd make it so yes. much. Man, and, we are only, grossly and, competitive. And you, only, <laughs> and you only get one answer. Yeah. And if you're and, wrong, and it goes if you're back second, it electrocutes you. No, no, no. Um, and it goes back and forth. So if you're yelling at an answer, J they're just JPEGs. Photo. JPEG. They're just photos. Referring to NFTs? They're just digital yeah. photos. Oh, what? Magic internet pictures. Magic mm. internet pictures. They're just JPEGs. They're just JPEGs, but they don't understand. The community, the or utility the that they should have, the provenance that it can give the to that digital art. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Roadmap. Oh, it's the direction a company is choosing that will a future plan of the direction they're going in. Or a project. Yeah, project. Yeah, I think Craig got that because what project? I only said one word. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my you god! Well, I was gonna flip this table. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So, Thank LFG you. life is good. LFG, LFG, LFG. Let's F and go. Yeah, let's. Oh, That's damn, it. I should have known that. Let's say that later. LFG, few, 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 view, as in few. Only a few, only a few of people can, only a few of many, only a few people can have them. <laughs> only a few people. <laughs> Almost. Only a few. There's only a couple. It's limited. You're one of a select number. 
you understand. Right. Yes, exactly. That's a good one for us right now. Gas wars. Gas wars. Who can have the highest, um, the lowest, (laughs) whose gas is... (laughs) I'll elaborate that's a few times before I. You know this one. Gas wars. Who's got the better gas price? Mint, send the gas. <laughs> I don't know. No, not quite. <laughs> oh, man. This... It, it, it happened with um, the other. Ukraine other, and other side Russia. Deeds. The what's right? What? The other side deeds from Bordet Yacht Club. I can't remember. Is it where, Next. Is it, is it where they were minting so much stuff or that it, 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 it cranked the price and half of, like, at times gas was costing more than things that were being minted yeah. at one point? It's when, yeah. a bun- when there's a big mint on and yeah. a bunch of people come in to mint and straight on the release. straight up. And it spikes right up and yeah. people's transactions are failing and they're losing uh, their Or your cost, it's costing yeah. you more in gas than it is for yeah. the actual yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 NFTs worth, yeah. I believe. Congestion. It's, yeah. It's yeah. a big congestion in the network. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like the Uber so business model. Oh, I thought I got that. Oh, sorry. I guess one inch rug, rug pull, to pull the floor from under people. Rug, the bottom pull. Yep, yep. I'll, I'll give you that. Thanks. To play balls at Pixelmon mm. <laughs> with um, Kevin. What was it, Kevin? There was, a, there was Kevin. a great big video of um, this awesome-looking game, and then people spent Jurassic Park and Jurassic music Park for these things, and, and then. It was a crappy version done on the People would have records. to go look at Pixelmon collection. <laughs> Pixelmon Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Or the sniper. Yeah. That would do it. <laughs> Good luck finding that. That was my. Sorry, I couldn't notice that you didn't give me a point. <laughs> I think you did. But no, he didn't. He didn't. I promise. He was staring me out. He didn't. We'll check the video later. <laughs> I will be we'll checking the it closely. <laughs> I was like patiently waiting. No. Nude. Someone's a nude. Nude. Oh, nude something. When you knew like, it's something. An a newbie. Someone just in. A newbie. Yeah, a newbie. Yeah, yeah thanks. That, Craig got that, that one. That was so mean. He answered, Craig answered first. <laughs> meat space. Meat. In, spell the meat. Uh, <laughs> M-E-A-T. It's M-E-A-T, is it? It's meat, you know. I don't know. Is that, space oh, to put your meat. I have an that I'm not going to give. Um, <laughs> space to put your meat. Is this a new dating application? Oh is my it, god. I don't know, what is it? Another term for IRL. What? Really? <laughs> so they're not what? even using M E E T. I haven't heard of it. Oh. Wow. That's, this on, is why people don't. Secondary. This is why people don't want to get into the space. Like he's using the terminal. This does oh, not represent no. the web free space. No. I just want well, you, When you buy it on a secondary transfer market. Oh, she just so you're not minting it, yes. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> I like snap straight back into competitive mode. <laughs> when moon? When it goes straight up. How long until this thing's going to be worth something? Great got that one. That is actually correct. Once I said it, I've regretted it. <laughs> Goblin Town. Oh, I'm not going to say what came to my head. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Um, I have no idea on that one. Mm. Everything's going to zero. 
Oh, yeah, the Goblin Town. Oh, really? Goblin. That's the, okay. That's how did that Goblin? There's actually a funny NFT um, collection. Remember Nathan, I was sharing with you? I remember the a Goblins. A few months ago, yeah. and they were all on there making Goblin noises for yep. five months. Yeah. Of, did they make any money? Or did they out? Out? Oh, I'm not sure, but okay. that's how they come up with it because okay. everything was going down. Mm. Ethereum had a bit of a dip right. there. Um, DYOR. Do your own research. Are you there? <sighs> Barely. <laughs> Eight. Ape. So mad. He's ape. He's ape shit. Did well, like the board apes. Oh, yeah. No. No. He just aped into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He aped into it. Yeah. He went no. all in. He went all in. All in. Yeah. yeah. He, he That's me. Yeah. Yeah. No risk management there. Yeah. Just all in. Yeah. Just scroll to the bottom and tick, I um, accept. Yes. That was me. Yes. That's, yes. That's, oh, that was me. Yeah. That's yes. what's going yeah, okay. He's like, that's what's going on. I'm so watching you. One, it's like got... playing Monopoly with the banker. Yeah, I know. You're keep your eye on him. You're never going to be the banker. <laughs> yeah, hang on, hang on. Monopoly is, on it, is this last question worth how many points? Worth <laughs> <laughs> five. Worth <This laughs> five points. This last question is worth five points. Okay. Um, get real. All right, go. Get real. NFA. No, if an idea. Oh, no, A. No. Oh. No effing. Ah. We say it all the time. We say the non abbreviated version every, almost every day. Oh, I apologize for the deathly silence. Well, actually, maybe you can hear the gears in my head grinding. Hey. Um, Answer? Is the first word no? The first word is not. Oh, not financial advice. Oh, is that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we use it all okay. the time in the I'll office. take one point for that because I was really slow. And because it's a fair thing to do. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> well, that and that not, means Maureen wins. That and I didn't want to be beaten up after this. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, you please. No, I'm just kidding. Congratulations. Work, Craig was not hurt in the making of this. I will be later, though. <laughs> Well Thank you, good game, sir. Good competition. Good game. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day. Yeah. Um, well, I think that wraps up our podcast for today, guys. Yeah. It was a good little fun one. We missed Cozzy being here. He'll be yeah, back in we missed him. We always miss him when he's away. For our our COO. Hopefully our it wasn't COO. too bad with the inmates running the asylum in his absence. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for Web Free Weekly. Thank you. See you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.